0: Lisa Kay, connecting the community on Talk of the Town. We are back in the studio for Talk of the Town. Mankato City Manager Susan Arntz back with us. How are you doing? Excellent. How are you? Good. It's good to see you again. Uh, We are right in the middle of a conversation that we started last time you were in, and uh, we didn't really touch on it too much. We promised that we'd be back with this complete conversation about drones. And immediately when you said drones last time, I thought you were talking about the city making policy about if I can fly my drone over your house and watch your barbecue or something like that. But this is really a, a drone that the city has purchased.
1: Correct. So, um the technical term for it is unmanned aerial vehicle. Oh. UAV. They consider it a vehicle. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> right. Interesting. Um so our so we the city of Mankato in probably 2019, uh, had started the process of uh, working on acquiring a drone or a unmet UAV for our community, <laughs> and uh, we had worked through uh, getting staff members trained uh, in how to fly the drone, and then the policy was never, you know, it, it essentially internally uh, stopped moving. Uh, earlier this fall, uh, late summer probably, I... Uh, learned of an interest in reviewing it and it was brought up to me a little bit cautiously uh, internally and I looked at the staff and said you mean we have the resources this was a project that we had planned to do it we already have a policy a framework of a policy Mm -hmm. that was ready to share with the public and we just stopped they said yes And I think there were some internal politics with staff that no longer work at the city. Okay. Uh, So all in, uh, I said, well, let's move forward. I could think of almost a dozen uses for the drone that have little to nothing to do with uh, our public safety department, usually with programs for um, this kind of operation. Uh, Understandably so. The public can get very concerned about privacy, um, and that... That uh, you know, protecting and preserving that privacy is a huge part of, you know, our expectation as much as we possibly can. So,
0: so as we go forward with this particular conversation, my first question then is: so, was the drone purchased back then, or did you go out and get a drone?
1: It was not purchased. Okay. So we did purchase one and had it arrive late summer. How was that
0: paid for, though? I mean, is it does it come out of what fund?
1: So we use our equipment reserves. Okay. Um, that we had. Established because in our capital improvement plan, there was a plan for um, acquiring this equipment, and we just never did. So it just stays in that reserve. Um, and so we did a- go ahead and acquire the drone and then refreshed uh, about 12 members of our staff across multiple departments. So we have people in our geographic information system or GIS department that um, operate the drone. We have primarily the department that has the most amount of trained um, uh, pilots is our uh, fire department. Oh, okay. And, um, and then in facilities, engineering, uh, we've been able to train staff on how to use the drone. And in the last few weeks, we've had some pretty amazing... Um, Applications for it that I think in the last couple of weeks it probably has paid for itself nearly. So,
0: well, I want to find out about some of those. Yeah. Um, and so, in, in a sense, the city owns the the UAV, the drone, and then it's like a library you can check it out, right? Like, so, so different departments will come in and say, we, We'd like it for this, or we need it for this, or yes, we'd like to. Is there other pieces of equipment that the city has
1: that multiple
0: oh, departments we
1: have use? Like? Lots of equipment, oh, you know, okay. things as boring as. Carts and cones and oh, okay, you know, barricade type equipment, but up to um, we have equipment that we use for um, like uh, video or broadcast um, type activity, or we have um, you know the projectors, video projectors.
0: (laughs) I'm envisioning this little library. Of the city somewhere that we can go and... not us, but <laughs> the departments. Almost,
1: almost always, it is um, either public works or IT that okay. is the it where where those closets of um, of things of, of uh, shared treasures could be. Yeah,
0: I like that shared treasures. Yeah. Uh, so
1: when you have
0: um, different departments coming to check it out who who would use and for what can we can we talk about some of those yeah. things and then I want to talk about the trainings.
1: Yep. So. As part of the policy, what we've done is we've created a essentially a program coordinator, and uh, we have two uh, a, a representative of our uh, IT department, and then we have a representative in public safety that help manage the program overall. Um, and it is, you know, primarily housed uh, in our fire area, but also at the governmental center downtown. Okay. Uh, sometimes it comes. I'll just say home right. to the IT department, um, and so that that part's been good with our policy. Though we've also identified what is it not for. I mean, your question was what what would you use it for, right? But let's talk about what we won't use it for. Perfect. And and then we can get into. I think it that might
0: be something that people might be nervous about. Like, is the city going to be checking up on me?
1: Or? Right. So that for sure is like item number two. Is that we tar- You know, we will not. Target a person based on, you know, their uh, any individual characteristics, uh, not limited to race, ethnicity, national origin, religion, disability, gender, or sexual orientation. We won't use it to harass, intimidate, or discriminate against anyone. Mm -hmm. We won't use it to conduct any business other than city of Mankato business or. If we have a regional partner, like through our mutual aid agreements, um, Mm -hmm. that needs some assistance, we could potentially provide help to someone else. Um, We won't conduct random surveillance. Uh, So we're not out using the drone looking for the what ifs. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: What if Lisa has chickens in her backyard? I don't. I totally would if it were legal. (laughs) She's rolling her eyes at me right now.
1: making a note. We won't talk about that not yet. Um <laughs> January 23rd. Okay. <laughs> council's going to talk about uh various animal matters at a work session on January 20.
0: Oh, okay. More on that. We'll later. revisit. We'll circle yeah, back. Right. Yeah. I'm sure we
1: will. <laughs> Knowing that you will be applicant number 1 maybe if it is allowed.
0: I get so many teasings. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Um the drone would not be used to deploy technology that has facial recognition okay so it's not intended to use that or any biometric matching technology mm-hmm. and we don't have any weapons on the drone right there are lights on it but there are no um, and it and it records okay. so it records its flight and that's how um, our staff you know can use it we after we implemented it we added, a second camera that allows it to connect to our geographic information system. So when they bring the data back, we can it allow that camera allows us to pull in our um, property line information or oh, okay. our wetland. O- the overlays, uh, which are different layers within our geographic information system, that we can pull those into that video. Okay, and it can layer on it, so it makes that inspection uh, reports so much more valuable for oh. our engineering team for example interesting so that's probably a good transition to how does it get used yeah so I would say that the the top other than training flights that we've been doing mm-hmm. the number one way we've used it is actually with our engineering team okay so we've done um, uh, inspections code inspections uh, we've used it. To um, do work with East High School on some traffic um, oh, okay. queuing issues. So we in the afternoons, if you drive on Hoffman Road, it's you'll the worst. see. Yep, <laughs> I a, do. As a as a parent mm-hmm. uh, who has a student that goes there, that not very often do I have to pick her up, yes. but occasionally, goodness, right? Right. <laughs> um, you know, there's a piece of me that says, "Why don't you walk a few blocks and I'll pick you up." you know, pick a place done that. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So we've used it to work with a school district to kind of look at kind of the traffic management around the East. We've used it also in that same area to take uh, some footage of the Thomas park reconstruction and and renovation project. Okay. Um, And with the um, property line and other data that we can pull in through GIS, we can proof and verify really quickly. Um, you know, kind of that, some of that aerial activity using the GIS tools, sure. to layer, you know, the different layers, whether it's property line or um, the uh, contours, you know, previously known mm-hmm. contours that it's really helpful.
0: Wow. That's really wow. interesting. Um, is, as far as um, it being checked out and used, how do we know when it is going to be in the air. I mean, yeah. there are sometimes you're in your backyard and somebody's somebody somewhere has got a drone. Yes. Uh it's probably not the cities, but is there a place that we can go and see like maybe the city's doing some work over here.
1: So we do uh, plan to create a landing page on our website for the drone so that we can publish uh I'll say pre-planned uh, flights that mm-hmm. we that we anticipate using it for in before the flights are done.
0: So let's say maybe the engineering department is going to go check on a bridge or something, yeah, something somewhere, but you can we eventually
1: post it there and then the public would know in advance if they were following that page. And then in addition to that, once flights have been done, it'll get populated there as well. So okay. you can verify that, oh, I saw a drone. Whose was that? Oh, that was the city's. Okay. And you can verify the flight pattern that it took. Um, so that's, that's good. The, the other piece that, you know, kind of interesting ways that, you know, when I said it's probably paid for itself in the last few weeks. Right. Um, we were training another staff member, different department, um, on one of our windy days to, you know, in, out near Sibley Park. Mm-hmm to um, kind of, you know, you really have to practice, right. you know, the operation, especially in a windy condition. So we were out doing that. And as a result of being out there, this the drone has um, heat sensing information. Oh, wow. And our team identified an ember fire that was underneath um, essentially ash that you couldn't have seen. Mm-hmm. And imagine what could have, you know, this is middle of the day, right? right? Business hours. And so our team was able to alert the fire department and have them come out to address this ember fire. Wow! And imagine on a windy day, if we hadn't been there, we had some
0: fire alerts that day, like the, the, the no burns and yeah. the things like that. And
1: with as dry as it's been and yeah. as windy as it's been, it could have been something far more severe and serious. Hmm. Um, and so we, you know, that that alone. Um, right there was a huge benefit because those kinds of fires never happen, of course, at the most convenient time right. of the world. You know, they happen when you have the least amount of resources available or it becomes more challenging or it gets really big very fast, especially in the conditions we have right now. Right, right.
0: Um, I want to talk about training the staff to do that, but where where does one get a drone? I, I'm assuming this isn't like a Drones are Us, something we can go buy at Best Buy. This has got to be something pretty... Yeah, technologically advanced,
1: right? You know, I would guess that it's probably a drone that, you know, any member of the public could buy. It's, you know, it's probably two feet by two feet, so it's okay. not a small... It's not like you could get, like you say, at, at Best Buy. or, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's bigger than that uh, and more durable, mm-hmm. you know, because uh, of the conditions it potentially could be used. Um, the, you know, so... It didn't take so. It didn't take long for it to arrive. Once we placed the order, it took a few weeks. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, there is a, a planned process to become certified as a drone pilot. So
0: you're not flying it unless you're a certified staff member from right. the city of Mankato. Who you have multiple different departments that request it. So I'm assuming, do they point to a person and say, you know, you people are the ones that are going to learn how to fly?
1: Yes. So um we have as i said we have in GIS we have engineering we have um in the fire department are the primary uh, pilots right now. Mm-hmm. Um i could envision that for example with the riverfront drive demonstration project i could envision there might be a moment where we could use the drone when the road is closed to you know during construction for example to fly it so that the public can see what's happening Mm -hmm. in a way that is not as easy other than just walking down there. Um, I could also envision that we could do uh, traffic modeling potentially in the future using this, you know, when the road is closed, of course. But we could use it for traffic modeling uh, so that we could see, you know, a different um, roadway condition from, you know, a driver's eye level. Right. Um, because when you drive the road, you should be focused on the surroundings for sure, but inevitably you can't see everything Mm -hmm. that's going on. Mm -hmm. Uh, so this gives us an opportunity potentially to record that and look from a different perspective. Another huge way that we anticipate in the future using it is inspection of, uh, wetlands and stormwater ponds. Oh. Areas that are very hard to get to, um, or too deep to walk through with waders right. and those kinds of activity to inspect, and certainly it's less environmentally impactful to use the drone than for our staff to walk through the wetland itself. Because mm-hmm. any activity in a wetland, especially protected wetlands, yeah. you know, we're disturbing something that then, you know, potentially could be hard to reinvent or recover from. Sure. So this gives us an opportunity more effectively and quickly. You know, the traffic management or monitoring out at East that we were able to partner with the school district, um, the, I, the conversation started and literally within half an hour we had very impactful data for them to be able to look at and go, oh, okay, well, what if this, what if that?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that it's, that's been very helpful. That's
0: very fast. Yeah. Um, and then I assume if public safety were to take it out, there's got to be like different regulations for them because they might be using public safety. I could envision them using it to, you know, maybe follow somebody that's on the run or some kind of public safety activity. Yes. Uh, what are, are there a totally separate set of rules that they have to follow as far as footage that's being collected and privacy issues and all of that?
1: Yeah, Minnesota law has a specific rule about how... Uh, essentially police side of public safety can use footage and it touches on all the elements that you talked about. We have to have a policy that talks about who's going to record for what purpose. Uh, how are you going to store the data? How are you going to handle, um, you know, if in the course of the, using it uh, you identify uh, criminal activity. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have a separate policy specifically for our public safety team uh when when and if the time comes that they would need to use it to do as you suggested you know explore you know maybe there's uh, a person that's um you know we want to try and find or or capture right mm-hmm. um i do anticipate that there will be a time when it will get used in that manner uh or uh missing child i mm-hmm. could see it mm-hmm. being used in that a vulnerable manner. adult or something right yeah. absolutely And so we have a a separate set of policies about how we manage and navigate that. From that perspective, the rules are not that um, prescriptive for the fire department use, Mm -hmm. um, where they're you know potentially using the heat seeking feature of the of the drone in a whether it's a grass fire or a uh, a structure. Sure, Um, you know it it doesn't have that same level of requirement that the police side does. Um, That said, the policies we have that cover, I'll say, the non-police side use and the police side use really attempt to prioritize privacy Mm -hmm. um, and appropriate use Mm -hmm. so that we're not, you know, we're not proactively trying to use this as a way to fight crime or identify things or record activity that, is not ours to record right um so it's you know we're very specific about that and our pilots have been trained um you know with with that in mind right um so that's been um, a big part of you know implementing this program who do
0: you have that trains all of the pilots in the last couple of minutes that we have left and what happens if the thing crashes is it insured how do you, i mean Do you have you thought about all of this
1: oh yeah it's very <laughs> it's very insured okay um and you know, you could like for example, in training someone how to uh, fly the drone during that higher weather mm-hmm. or higher wind sure. uh, condition, I mean that it does take a special amount of care to be able to, you know the the greater the wind, the uh, the more specific and intent you have to be on mm-hmm. how you're operating it. We have a number of staff, two, I think two or three staff that are, you know, kind of our training pilots okay. that have a higher level of training for training the other staff. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's it's been a, quickly a very powerful tool that, um, you know, everyone's like, we're so grateful uh, right. that we've been able to acquire this. Um, the uh, last, or two weeks ago when, the, I think it was maybe even last week, but in the last two weeks with the situation with the Ember Fire, That prompted uh, two different staff members to come and say to me, thank you. And I'm like, "No, this is a team. We didn't, you know, I didn't do anything specifically about this other than help you, you know, move forward. Move forward forward with it, right. So I think overall, long term, I think the public will see um, a lot of benefit. And I hope we never have to use it in an emergent situation. right.
0: All right, absolutely. It's good to know what it's intended for and why it's here. With Mankato City Manager Susan Arns talking all about the UAV or the drone that the city has recently acquired. Um, thanks for all the information. It's You're really are very welcome. Really glad to have you here. Thank you. Good to see you.